Hello everyone, how are we all doing? You're welcome to the second segment of why your CV is getting into the trash can. This is Pods with CV and my name is Amanda CV. How are we doing? Um, it's a fantastic day, fantastic evening and I am so excited. Um, the last segment was awesome. I had a lot of reviews, awesome reviews and questions and I'm really, really grateful to God that gave me the opportunity to talk about this CV stuff and it has helped a lot of people. It has really helped a lot of people. So today, today we're going to be continuing from the work experience. I know last the last segment we were talking about how a lot of people want to put um, 15 work experience in their CV and I said it's temptation, don't fall. And I can tell you again that it's serious temptation, don't fall. So imagine somebody saying okay I worked as a teacher fresh out of secondary school at the age of 16 and now you are 26 or 27 and you want to put that 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 work experience as a teacher but you're a petrochemical engineer now but you want to put that work experience as a teacher as a, as you know relevant to what you're doing right now and you're looking for a job in an oil company and you're putting an experience of a teacher I don't, I really, <laughs> all right, let's get this together. It's a no, no. Please don't be tempted to put irrelevant work experience on your CV. Your work experience is supposed to be tailored to fit the job in, um, a job prospect at hand. And that is all that matters. Imagine if you, um, are looking for a job as a content writer and you've been writing for small companies, small startups and the rest. I think that is what is relevant, not your teaching experience. I baked after secondary school. Yeah, I baked after secondary school and it was a lovely experience. I was looking for something to do to keep myself busy. I started off as working for um, this bakery and it was a nice bakery, wonderful bakery and the big cakes, bread, a lot of stuff, a lot of wonderful sweet stuff. And I used the opportunity to just, you know, put my eyes on the ground and learn. That's what I did. But imagine if I'm putting that experience right now, I, I'm, I'm talking about 2011, or so yeah so imagine if i'm putting that experience of me working in a bakery right now um when it's 2021 i don't think it makes sense i'm looking for a content writing job how does a baking experience matter it doesn't actually matter what matters is um my editorial experience um way back in 2017 way back in 2010 12 13 14 15 probably if i have such experiences then maybe i should tailor it down because why they would understand that i have been you know doing this stuff for a long time and they would want to see you know they would see oh this person has experience i think that is what matters in your cv your dates should come in when you're writing your experience if you worked in a company like shell you put 2015 to 2017 um you could put may 2016 to july 2017 if that's necessary yeah you could put that and you could also put your title what were you if you're a marketing sales rep if you're something in a company then you could also put it and put what you did there's no how you were dormant in that company so i would always advise that you put oh i oversaw so 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 and so I directed, I performed such duties, that's for your role. So it comes under your title position in that company when you're putting your work experience. Please do not be tempted to put I assisted, I managed to help 
that's a wrong wrong way of you know getting them to understand your relevance in that company and i would always say that your relevance in the previous company helps you the hr team or whoever is looking at your cv to know what you're bringing to the table for them because why they don't really usually care about all your first class certificates and all the things you have they want to know how are you solving their problems there's always a problem to solve so that's what they want to know they want to know how you're solving their problems every company have has a particular issue they, they have on ground and that's why they, they are bringing you on board they don't just fancy your lovely packaging or your cv they don't just fancy your name yeah they have an issue they have something there's a team there's a department they want to start up or they have an existing department and they feel that oh we need one more hand we need two more hands who are we getting on board and there's always a problem to solve there's always something to do and they need to understand that you could do it for them they need to know the role you played your former working place and um what you've been doing over the past few years and that's that for work experience so please do not be tempted to put 15 work experiences in your cv if you have three three relevant um work experience to the job application at hand then that's fantastic if you have four that's fantastic don't increase it to five thank you very much <laughs> all right so we're going to be talking about education what most people call education ed educational background or academic qualification and i know some people want to put their primary school there and i really don't know why i keep asking i don't know who's going to tell me why <laughs> so many people want to put the academic qualification and they'll put um primary school the first living school certificate and i really don't know why they do that but it's not relevant to the information at hand i always say that it's not relevant let me tell you why for most people i went to about four primary schools don't ask me why <laughs> I went to about four primary schools. I went to Corona. I went to St. Leo's. I went to um, Heritage, and I went to Petra. So, why would I? Which one would I put? Maybe I'll put Petra because that's where you know took my common entrance from. But why would I want to? You know, put all these primary schools. You know, just because I want to say, oh, I went through the proper system. It actually makes no sense now many people also want to put secondary school details there they want to say ah some people would argue they say they really need to know where you took your wire from if it's gce put it there and the rest but i'll tell you this thing stuff is not necessary why is it not necessary let me give you a very very simple reason why it's not necessary i'm a lawyer by profession so what they want to see is that i graduated from a reputable and recognized university right so what they want to see is llb from a particular university they don't want to see how does my wayek tell them what i'm going to do in their law firm please how even if my wayek is all is it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't add up it's it's not necessary that information is not necessary i will always state it that your qualification and your academic qualification or if you call it your educational background should just be your university degree which is relevant what is relevant to the job at hand nobody's going to give you a, a professional job as a lawyer in a law firm when you don't have an llb in law or you don't have a bl that's a bachelor's 
um, a, a barrister at law i mean so if you are not a barrister at law if you're not you don't have an llp nobody's going to give you a job for litigation in a company i don't see the linkage to your secondary school and your primary school at most so that's that for education why would i say that you shouldn't put your educational background as a primary school wayek some people even put the two schools they took Wayek from GC and Wayek. Why do you always do that? Please do not do it. I beg of you, do not do it. So um, the next thing is your skill. I always tell people your skill will push you. Your skill would make these people know that you've got it in you. I am a content writer and a business writer. What is my wonderful, most precious skill? I have good communication skills. And that is because I know how to write stuff that will get you excited in whatever, you know, context we are dealing from if we're dealing from a children context or within from adult perspective i know how to write content that would get you interested to read i know how to write proposals that would get investors to look at it and just say oh let's push our money to this so that is what i do i think i should be writing good communication skills i don't see how that baking experience or my baking skills because i still bake and i bake for you know bed days in the house i lovely i lovely big stuff for um, my family's birthday parties when we're having a small get together i bake cakes i bake snacks but this is not relevant why would i write baking skills when i'm looking for a content writing job so you see you know how to make pretty hair you know how to paint nails you know how to you know um do a lovely um manicure and the rest it's not relevant to your health search job search it is not relevant to your health job search please stop putting irrelevant information as your skills so that's that for skills so i'm going to state this that your relevant um um information on your cv should be your contact your profile your work experience education and skills and that is why your your cv is supposed to be a one page cv your CV is supposed to be a one-page CV. I've seen five pages. I've seen four pages of CV. I've seen three pages. What I don't understand is if it's an ebook. It's not an ebook, sweetheart. Wherever you are listening to this, please know that your CV is not an ebook. It is a CV, and it's just supposed to give the HR team or whosoever is looking at it just a face of who you are and that is that for your CV now some okay additions are certifications now if you have a certificate in project management or product management or marketing or content writing or affiliate marketing whatever it is you could add it to your academic qualifications and this is what I always say just add it to your academic qualifications if you speak French language or you speak Dutch or you speak Chinese or you speak any language that is relevant if you're looking for a French diplomatic job I think that's relevant for you to put but these things can actually fit in a one-page CV if at all if all it drags to a two-page CV then let it just be something very little that makes them fall back on the second page and you know the most important information to be on your first page is supposed to be your contact profile work experience um, education and skills so let's say you just put some extra information on your second page but don't put irrelevant information on your first page when you should be leaving that for the second page and please not the full second page if at all I don't recommend a second page um, CV but 
if at all let it be um information that they could just hang on like for instance a language you speak association that is relevant to them like i said in the first podcast don't put your pdp role don't put your apc role <laughs> so i think that's that for your cv and remember that with all these details i have you know laid down you could actually write your cv yourself and you could look for a good format on the website on uh, on google or any place and you know check for the relevant um cv format that you know has to do with what you're looking for their recent cv format please don't be tempted to write your cv on a word document and just you know send it to your prospect um employer or any hr team please don't be tempted there there is always a format for it and i would encourage you to try this um procedures and see how it works also if you don't have time to write your cv yourself and you know you think this it's so stressful there's so many do's and don'ts in the process you could also um hit me up at amanda daniels 826 at gmail.com that's my email address and 08104022179 and hit me up and let's see how we could arrange a professional cv for you my name is Amanda CB and I remain your lovely host. Keep being nice, stay calm, please wear a nose mask and observe all COVID-19 protocols. Have a lovely day. Hey everyone. Um it's 10:16 in the night. Today is Wednesday. I really don't know why I'm making this podcast, but I just um, uh, I just need to talk to someone out there. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're passing through, and you think, yeah, the world is over. And I think my my focus is on um, young people because I know a lot of young people are going into the face of depression. And um, it's really getting out of hand. Um, a lot of suicide tendencies. And I just thought to share, let you know that you're loved, um, even when people don't tell you. <laughs> yeah. So it's bad as that because we sometimes we are surrounded by family that isn't supportive, family that um, can't see what you're going through. They don't know what you're going through and um, you know most of the time it's like they don't even care and I know that's one of the reasons why we get into this um you know shadow of ourselves yeah but the message is you're loved I believe in the love of God I believe I wouldn't be alive today if um, God ain't alive and um, I just feel that you should believe too because there's um, always a limit to love any human can give to you. It's always, you know, conditional. It's, uh, it comes with a price, comes with a condition. I love you because you love me and I love you because this is the way you are to me. But, you know, Christ came for even the unbelievers. That's the main purpose. He came for the unbelievers. So, goes to show that, that that's someone who can love you without any condition. And you just need to, you know belief that he exists so I really don't know what you're going through or what exactly is the issue right now 
everybody got issues everybody has issues i have issues um i'm sure you have issues too and this might get across to you one way or the other but just know that um i don't know you but if i were around you i would love you for who you are and it cuts across any any situation i just want to let you know that um you are loved remember that you are alive and that is the most important thing because if you're not alive uh, no road (laughs) yeah so i think i'm done with my speech was it a speech i don't even know but if you listened through to this point then it means you got something <laughs> have a wonderful night still going to be a week yeah have to sleep bye